Here's something a little different. This is called the post-appointment story. I looked up at the wall-mounted TV in the waiting room at the VA. I was there for my annual eye exam appointment. It seemed that, that if some sort of open mic slam was going on, I couldn't quite hear what was being said. The screen caption identified the speaker as a woman named Ellen Smallbone. I couldn't help but laugh out loud. I guess there's a little piece of my personality that always looks for the humor in things, intentional or not, even <laughs> in their names. I quickly realized that I was watching The 700 Club, the notorious evangelical network known for its hellish lake of fire stories and freaky condemnation of everyone who is not them. I laughed even harder, which drew a modicum of stink eye from one older vet waiting for his visual field test. Perhaps, I thought, there's an entire list of people broadcasting on these networks with similar types of names, names that I could twist to my own liking, such as Pat Slobertson, Pat Moon, Kenneth Crockland, Oral Stimulation Roberts, Jimmy Swagfart, Jim Faker, Harry Balwell. Somebody stop me! <laughs> I finished up my exam and left slithering up the five to Encinitas while listening to the news. Apparently, around 11 a.m. last Thursday, local police received a disturbing 911 call. A hiker had stumbled upon a body burned beyond recognition on the side of a rural road outside Mecklenburg. The coroner's office was having difficulty trying to isolate any identifying characteristics. However, while sifting through the ashy remains, forensics expert Rita Lovins found a very intriguing and unscathed item, a metallic penile implant. The cool thing about these implants is that, being custom-made, they each have an inscribed serial number. After calling the local business that supplied the implant, the serial number identified the corpse as belonging to one Harry Kling, the younger brother of the famous Stephen Kling, a significant literary figure from the area. Oh, wow, I thought. I hope I never have to... whatever. I reached the grocery near my house and picked up a few items for dinner. I decided to wait in the checkout line. I hated the do-your-own-checkout thing. While halted, I grabbed a Butterfinger bar, an impulse item. The young bagger, Brittany, looked at me, looked at the candy bar, then back at me, her hands shaking and voice quivering. I... I can't, she said. Okay, just... just Toss it in the bag, I told her. I, I can't. She was really crying now. I was taught at an early age not to lay a finger on anyone's butterfinger. I told her it was okay. She shouldn't take Simpsonisms all that seriously and left. In order to collect and publish all these unique moments of both mine and others, I've decided to reveal my latest literary venture, the Creative Constipated Citizens Coalition, the CCCC, we're starting up a, a new movement. You can sign on and join for just four ninety nine a month at I think I gotta go, but maybe not dot com. Okay, see you all.